Welcome into the Snapped Podcast, my personal audio journal. My name is Tyler Kluber. I'm a personal trainer and podcaster, but it gets a little bit deeper than that. And this show is going to give you an inside look on my thoughts concerning health and fitness, business, mindset, and creating the life that you feel lucky to live. I hope you enjoy the show. Sit back, relax, and let's have a day. And we're back for the week. Another week. And it says on my computer, human. Don't love that. Never even seen that before. You know, you got the little uh, down at the right-hand corner, you know, you got the time, the date, a couple of the main settings like the volume and the display, your internet connection. And then right next to it, it says a little weather. It gives you a little picture of what the weather's like. It says hazy and humid. Don't love that. Don't love that. And why don't we love that? Well, because it feels like you're working out in a swimming pool. Before we get into today's topic, I suppose we could talk about the last few days. It's been, well, it's been about 90 degrees as a high for the last three days. And that's a lot different than 54 and chilly. Uh, and no humidity. I shouldn't say no humidity. It's still pretty humid here in the winter relative to other places in the world. But um, yeah, this was the week of 2022. I say that like it's going to be remembered for something. If we look back, this is going to be the week of the year. That is like, oh, that was the first week that the weather really affected um, heat wise. Oh, there's the first shot. Heat was um, your ability to perform or your ability to feel a certain way during a workout, feel like you normally do. And that's okay. There's no way to work. Or, I mean, sure, I guess if you work out indoors, this is completely with air conditioning, this is completely moot point to you. But for somebody who works out in their garage, oftentimes with the garage door open, this is very prevalent to me, relevant and prevalent. Um, so Monday, I got smacked in the face. Fortunately, I did not have a ton to do um, relative to my normal volume of training. Um, but I was, I mean... You guys know what I'm talking about. You, that humidity sucks that out of you. You're dripping sweat. You feel sluggish and heavy. Um, and like the gas tank is empty already. And it's tough. And so uh, pretty drastically went into the mode of we need to get our body on into a place where we can handle this type of heat, this type of humidity on the days that we need to and really every day. And uh, we need to kind of shift. Now, the body will naturally do that, but it takes a little bit for that acclimation period to happen. So in the short time span, short time frame, um, on the acute level, lots of fluid, even more importantly, probably lots of electro, uh, electrolytes, meaning sodium, magnesium, um, potassium, 
think there's one more. Um, and we probably should do an episode about that at, at some point, but that's been the last couple of days here. So um, for those out there, I put it on Instagram as well, but for those out there that are working out and, you know, if your workouts feel like shit this week, even if you're inside, right? Like just being just the weather being the way it is can affect how you feel throughout the day, fluid loss, how you carry certain fluids anyway. Um, you might have to take an active part and, and figure out a way to get your body hydrated better. And uh, some nutrient timing as far as carbs uh, go and fats may go because those are the two that are going to affect your fuel for workout. You might have to time those closer or further away from a workout to feel good or bad, right? Everyone's different. Um, but don't be surprised if you feel a little off on a day like this or a week like this. So um, today I'm going to quickly talk about the Peloton that I uh, got oh, a little over a month ago at this point, maybe six weeks ago, um, and just give a slight overview of why we got it what I use it for, what it seems to be good for, my first impressions, what I don't like about it, the whole nine yards. So we got our Peloton, um, something that the wife has been interested in for a while. The wife does not carry my enthusiasm for training and working out, which is no surprise because most people don't. Um, and that's okay. In fact, I'm probably, I'm probably the one that's not okay when it comes to that. Um, so the wife has been sort of always is looking for something that might be the thing that gives her that enthusiasm, right? The Peloton offers several uh, nice features to working out, such as you don't have to leave your house. Um, biking is biomechanically pretty easy for most people, right? You're, you're not having to support your own body weight, which has its pros and cons. Um, it still allows you a class atmosphere. It allows you, uh, they're kind of, you know, everyone knows what a Peloton is. They they've kind of broken through and are the gold standard of bringing a, a group class, a group fitness to your home where you now no longer have to go somewhere and be in the midst of other people, which also still has its benefits, but you can see those people right there on the leaderboard. You can add your own friends and see where they're at. If you're taking the same class, you can take the same class as your friends. There's a live, if you want, or recorded instructor that's right there in front of you the whole time the studio is set up perfectly multiple camera angles music that's got you going like the motivation factor is there um and that's what i would have to guess the majority of these people uh that buy a peloton use it for it's what my wife uses it for how she uses it um there's also oh excuse me yawn number three uh there's also scenic rides right where they've gone out and basically strapped a GoPro to a guy's helmet 
and just ridden through Iceland or fucking uh, where'd I go the one time Savannah, Georgia, or these destination places where you can go on a path and it's a cool looking scenic ride and they last so long. Right. And you can kind of just ride, um, you know, the, the stats in those rides don't matter as much. Whereas if you're doing some of the actual classes with the instructor, they're kind of pushing the tempo, pushing the cadence. Um, but it's, it's, it's got a lot of benefit for those that, you know, don't have time, don't like to go places. Um, yeah. The way the bike works is, is really, really user-friendly and easy. Another factor of why they blew up and they're doing so well. Um, you can adjust the seat height. You can adjust the height of the handlebars and the monitor. Um, you can adjust the how forward or back the seat goes. Um, I think those are the three adjustments and then you can adjust, uh, and then once you're riding, there's one way to turn up or down how your, how hard your ride is going right manually. And that's just a single knob that sits right down at arm's length. It's orange. You turn it right. And it, the way that uh, the Peloton works is it's actually magnetic. I did not know this. It's not a, um, a fan bike. It's not a chain bike. Um, it is literally a, the front wheel is one big metal plate. And there's a cup apparatus, kind of a clamp that doesn't touch the wheel, but will, as you turn the knob, lower itself down onto the sides not touching, but kind of hovering around it. And the more you wheel that down, the more magnetic resistance covers the wheel. And that's what turns it up harder or you wheel that thing all the way off and there's hardly any magnetic resistance. And that's what makes it easier. That is your um, resistance. And then you have your cadence, which is what you control with your legs how fast your legs are going and that's a rpms or a rotations per minute rate per minute and then on the screen you'll see that cadence on the left you'll see that resistance on the right and in the middle there's an output number essentially um how many watts you're putting out kilowatts the goal would be to you know, if you're going all out, how many kilowatts can you put out, right? And that combination or, or uh, equation of the faster you pedal and the higher resistance you have it at, the more watts you're going to put out, right? So then from there, you can obviously go a bunch of different directions. I think the user-friendliness of it is incredible. I don't really have much to compare it to in the form of like, how does this relate to an actual road bike? I've heard from people who um, actually have nice ergonomic real road bikes for real cycling that it's not, it's not the same, um, but it gets the job done. gets people on the bike, right? And most people are going to use the, the, the Peloton for a 20 or a 30 or a 40 minute ride, right? With an instructor, 
right? Following when they go up and down in resistance, when they go up and down in cadence, yada, yada. I do not use it that way. Um, oh, I guess there's some other factors to it. You have your own profile. Um, basically, the, the screen is just a computer, right? Like it's, uh, you can bring up your profile. You can look at your settings, your previous rides, your records, uh, your fucking achievements, all that stuff. It gamifies it, right? It makes it fun. You'll, uh, once you have the bike, you can make multiple profiles. So my wife and I can ride individually and we can keep our own stats, which is really nice. And it's super easy. You, when you turn the bike on, the first thing you do is click your pro, whoever is riding, right? So it's profile switching is pretty easy. Um, and that allows the customization between person, which is nice as well. What I use it for and what I've mentioned it for is in the CrossFit world, uh, there's a thing called, you know, for those who know, most people who have sat on a rower before, the most common type of rower is a C2 rower. That's the, the brand, Concept2. It's the gold standard in any rowing um, competition or uh, legitimate rowing athlete is going to use, if they're not in the water, actually training in a boat, um, they're using a Concept2 rower. It's just very, very clean. They've got the great production, great product. The Concept2 company has also come out with a Concept2 ski erg and a Concept2 um, bike erg, right? So on that same sort of um, wheel resistance with the chain, um, it looks very similar, but instead you're pedaling to move that chain that, that wheel or you're, you know, reaching up above and grabbing what would be basically your, um, I'm going to sound like an idiot, but your sticks, if you were like cross country skiing or something, and they've turned it into two other machines. The C2 bike is commonly, and I started to recognize this last year, listening to podcasts, being in the space, following other people is commonly used as one of the main ways to do zone two training. We've talked about zone two. I'm going to do a whole podcast on zone two. Um, we'll, we'll mention it briefly here as we kind of wrap up my thoughts on the Peloton. Um, because the, the C2 bike is not as exciting. It's got like a, you know, sort of a pretty caveman-ish monitor, only a couple features. You're definitely not getting the experience that you're getting with Peloton with the instructors and a full-on digital screen and all that. Um, and my, you know, my wife had expressed interest. The Peloton is pretty close, pretty close in relativity to if you're going to do 10 calories on the Peloton or a mile on the Peloton or 20 minutes on the Peloton or 200 watt, whatever metric you're using to track your ride, it's pretty close to the C2 bike. And so I saw it as a win-win. Lauren gets to ride. You know, the wife is happy. She gets to do her workouts. Um, and I also get to do close enough to whatever I want to do on there. The last feature, other than a scenic ride or class, is called Just Ride. And that is 90% of what I do, probably 
as time goes on, it will be 99% of what I do. Um, There is nobody on the screen yelling at you. It's just a blank screen with those metrics up. You can connect your heart rate and see that as well during these classes. Um, And you're just writing, right? There's no music. You can turn on music or you can turn on whatever it hooks to the bike. I listen to podcasts independently outside of the machine, um, just through my phone connected to some earbuds. And I sit there and I will do minimum, you know, 50 minutes on the bike, 50 to 75 minutes. Um, later on in the training cycle, as we get closer to next year and competing, it'll probably extend out to an hour and a half on the bike. Not exciting, not what most people use it for. And I'm also not trying to push the wattage number or the cadence super high or the, or the uh, resistance super high. Gradually, I am trying to increase those ride to ride week to week, month to month, because I would like to see my, my ability on the bike, my fitness, if you will, on the bike improve, because that's why we're doing it. But we're staying at a zone two heart rate. Um, it's great connecting your Apple watch or whatever you have to the bike is super easy. Um, it's right there on the screen. So you never have to actually look at your watch. You can monitor your heart rate right there. It actually tells you if you do the, um, the FTP test, which is a functional threshold, um, FTP functional, uh, functional threshold power. I don't know. Um, something like that. If you do that test on the bike and you do a 20 minute test, it'll actually spit out every ride, um, an extra metric which gives you zones that you can ride in um, and heart rate zones. The heart rate zones aren't exactly probably what they are in real life, but they're close enough. So I can literally see if I'm riding in a zone two heart rate or not at any point in time in the ride. I can also see from one, zone one to seven, how much power output I'm putting out, which sort of correlates with, uh, with zone two riding as well as far as aerobic training goes. So um, it's been great for me. Uh, The downsides of the bike are limited, really. Um, I don't like the price. You know, I think the bike was $1,400 and um, a monthly subscription to have those classes is like $39.99, 40 bucks a month right? So if you choose the financing option to pay for it, it's an $80 a month thing. I mean, you're giving up, you know, that's what you would pay to go to a, it's less than you would pay to go to a cycling studio and a monthly subscription or membership or a, um, a higher end, definitely less than CrossFit is per month or whatever. You're only getting biking, right? So for $80 a month, all you get to do is ride a bike seems a little expensive, but Hey, they've cornered the market and that's what it is if we want it. So for now, that's what we got. And, um, I like it a lot. Uh, again, there's not a lot of downside to it. I wish that it maybe had the capability to like pull up YouTube or the actual internet, uh, while I was on those zone two rides. Um, but it's really not a big deal not something that you would maybe really expect. And um, yeah, the seat is average comfortability. Um, 
got a mat to place underneath it to catch all the sweat. Um, there's not a lot to complain about. I wish the handles were maybe a little bit closer to you or, um, you know, they don't seem the most ergonomic, but not a lot to complain about, man. It's been pretty good. Um, and as I've talked about in the last couple episodes, the six weeks that I've had it, I've already seen crazy benefit and it, uh, and progression in my own aerobic fitness. Um, which is going to be huge putting in basically an entire year of consistent zone two work. Um, and don't get me wrong. I'll do other zone two stuff. Uh, you know, I plan to do some zone two running, um, minimally, um, some zone two rowing minimally, and maybe even using the echo bike, which isn't exactly a low cardio machine, but can be used that way if you're disciplined enough. Um, but you know, the, it's just so clean on the joints, right? You're not actually beating down your joints um, and having to take those smacks to the ground when you're running uh, on, a, on a Peloton. So it's pretty easy to get in really good work and uh, I'm happy with it. It's great. Um, if you're a Peloton rider, the YTK is my name, T-H-E. YTK is my, uh, is my name. You're not going to see a whole lot of fun classes out of me or whatever, because I'm just doing long rides, but add me if you want. Um, definitely would recommend the Peloton. If you think that you're going to use it two or three times a week or more, it's a pretty nifty little tool. Definitely nice. They deliver it. Delivery took maybe 10 minutes. Um, it's kind of bullshit that they make you uh, pay for delivery, I will say I didn't like that either. Really, my only gripes was this thing or the price. But um, they set it up. They plug it in. They screw the monitor on. It starts up. You use a code that you got from, you know, from your email that came with when you bought it. And you're basically ready to go. Uh, footprint's pretty small. It's like two by four feet. And away you're going. So Peloton's been fun. Keep you updated on some of the training I do on there. Um, maybe even go into some details on, you know, where my VO2, not VO2, but my uh, sort of my max wattage, my FTP uh, power output. Um, maybe we'll do a whole episode on that. Uh, started and where it's gone in six weeks. I actually plan on maybe doing an updated test ride today to see where we're at. Um, but I I felt it in my other crossfit workouts my lungs have felt like they've got more deep into a workout 10 15 20 minutes into a workout i feel like i have more in my lungs and like i'm able to sustain a higher heart rate a higher output across all sort of spectrums 5 10 15 20 minutes of of crossfit metcon so i'm very pleased with it so far and uh that's sort of an update on the peloton it sits down in the basement with the echo bike and my inversion table and my bench and some other accessories and the boxes and basically takes up the entire basement. So um, that's it. A little update. Hope you guys are having a great week. Great day. Go be great. I'm going to go eat some lunch. Peace. <laughs>